Hi, everyone. Recently, I asked Erica if she'd be open to pressing record so I could tell her what was on my heart that day related to some movement in our adoption process. And what you'll hear next is that conversation. We have since learned that we were not chosen by the birth mother who was considering us. And this illustrates one isolated experience of many that adoptive parents may encounter on their journey to receiving a child. And I'm sharing it because while it's raw at times, it felt like it could be useful for others going through the process or supporting someone who is going through an adoption process. Our DMs are always open at Working Mom Hour or on my personal Instagram at Mads Caldwell if you want to connect. And if you need support resources, you can reach out to info at adoptionstogether.org or call Adoptions Together at 301-439-2900. Thanks so much. We are waiting family number like 40, and they're placing between, I would say, two and four babies every month with the agency we're working with. And through COVID, they were really mm-hmm. down because the birth rates were down. So it was like zero or one infant, you know, babies placed each month. And we're in the domestic infant adoption program. Now the birth rates are higher. So it's moving a little bit faster. I think there were four or five placed last month. The way it works is they try to show maybe 10 to 20 books at a time to a birth mother. And it may not be the top 10 or 20 on the list because the birth mother may have certain criteria that they're working with. Like we want to... African-American couple, we want a heterosexual couple, whatever it is. There are also these one-off cases that come by email and they'll say like, this may be outside your comfort level based on the criteria you set forth. Would you like your book shown? And one of those had come through, I think like on Monday, it says like, respond by Thursday at noon. So Chris and I reviewed it and said, yeah, we'd like our book shown. And that happens periodically. And I enjoy those because it feels like there's, there's hope or there's at least like we're considering things and we're being considered. Then we got a call or I got a call yesterday from one of the social workers. And she said, this is really abnormal in my five years working here. I have not encountered this, but the case you responded to right now, you are the only family that's responded. I think they had to reply by today at at noon. So I think Chris emailed to ask if anyone else had replied. She said, I'm planning to present your book on Friday, but I just want to check with you because we had actually matched the birth mother with a family last week. And after seeing some additional paperwork, they ended up backing out. And Mm -hmm. she said, since you're the only ones, there's a high likelihood that she would want to move forward with you guys, but we don't want to have another situation where she's being backed out on and she loses faith in this adoption process. So we want to show you this medical paperwork up front. Um, And we said, great. And so she sent over the paperwork and Chris and I both read it independently and decided that we'd still like to move forward. And um, so they're showing our book to this birth mother tomorrow. We still don't know if other couples have responded in the past 12 hours or since we got that call. It's super emotional because you never really know what's going to happen with the birth mother. They always can decide they don't want to make an adoption plan or, you know, the, the father can come into the picture. She could she could not like our book, something like that. So it feels like we're really close and we haven't gotten this close before. So it feels really emotional. It's a baby mm-hmm. boy. He's born. It could be, it could not be our match, but it could be our match. We haven't really 
told anyone for obvious reasons, but it it's it's just it's scary and and yeah. amazing to think that tomorrow we could have a son, you know. Oh my Gosh, I can't even imagine what's going through your heads. Your whole entire family dynamic could potentially grow tomorrow in so mm-hmm. many beautiful ways. So yeah. one clarifying question, because I don't I don't know much about this process. When you say they show your book, like what does a book include for a family wanting to adopt? Mm. It's just like a, a story of your family and how you met and what your relationship is like. It's words and photos. We put it together maybe like a year, year and a half ago. Um, and I had a lot of anxiety around the, the book this week, actually, because for months I've been thinking to myself, like, I should really update the photos in the book because our kids have changed and it would be more reflective of our family. And maybe birth mothers would want to choose us because our kids are a little bit older than they were in the original photos. And mm-hmm. I think I had felt like when we put the book together, it was just like amazing, beautiful thing. And maybe I felt like that wasn't always our life. Like you're trying to put your best foot forward. And I had a conversation with my coach this morning about it. And I revisited the book this morning because I was thinking if it's going to be shown on Friday, I should like, I should look at this fucking book. Like I need to, this is the time. (laughs) And I opened the book and I read it and I cried and it was beautiful. And it was so reflective of the life we're living. Like I feel Mm. that this book is is us today, even if it wasn't like a year and a half ago, I didn't change a thing. I thought it was, I thought it was beautiful. So I think it's just letting go and um, letting it, you know, the pieces fall where they, where they will fall. And through the waiting process, I think like the best thing that anyone said, and I think I've heard this from a few adoptive families that we've connected with is when your child comes to you is exactly when they're supposed to come to you. So being positive while also just letting what happens is going to happen, happen. Has that been the hardest part of this process for you is you can't control it? Yeah, it's like easier and harder. Knowing our personalities, we want to do everything we can to make it happen. But there's nothing really you can do at some point. Like Mm -hmm. I dipped my toe into trying to market ourselves to birth mothers. And that was just like really overwhelming trying to do it yourself and, and not really effective. So yeah, we're just kind of letting it happen now. Oh, so lovely. So the next steps would be this birth mother reading your book and should she choose you, how long do you have to wait for that process? I don't know. I don't know. There is a there's a period of time depending on the state you live in where the birth mother can change their mind. In mm-hmm. Maryland it's 30 days, in DC, which I think she's in DC is 9 days, which if if he was born that will have passed. Mm-hmm. And the babies go either can go home with you just knowing that the birth mother can change their mind or can go into interim care, which is like a loving family that chooses to take care of these babies in, in interim care. That's where he is now. So I don't really know how fast the process happens. I think it, I think it's pretty fast is my sense. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So have you guys talked to uh, the girls? I imagine know some of this process. They're young. It's probably. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about baby brother or baby sister, and they know that we're adopting, and they kind of understand what that means. Just we say that, 
you girls came from mommy's belly and some babies come from other mommy's mm-hmm. bellies and and join our family when we're adopting them because their mommy can't take care of them. So they kind of understand that and they know that a baby brother or sister is coming. But that's really all they know. We haven't told them about this specific case or we right. don't really tell them about any of them since yeah. they're five and three. So when it happens, I'm sure they will have all the spectrum of emotions. Oh, <laughs> but I have always thought of my of my youngest daughter, Caroline, who's three, as a middle child. Um, <laughs> is that strange? I've always thought of her as a middle child. I don't know if it's because we've been in this process for so long or what. Maybe she just has middle child vibes. But <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I can see that. She does. Yeah. She's, she's got sassy middle child vibes. <laughs> she doesn't yeah, take shit sure. from anybody. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys, this is so fucking exciting. Oh, I have like butterflies for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. What do you, in a in a situation like this, right? It's the don't get your hopes too high, but be hopeful. Pray, know that the universe is going to deliver when it's supposed to, all of that. But then do you also still find yourself like, putting together a shopping list and starting to mentally prepare for if this does happen or do you hold yourself back from doing that until you know? Yeah, I, I hold myself back because having two kids already, I know that we can get all the physical tangible things. Like I can go to target in an hour and get, Ones and bottles and formula, you know, like diapers. Like we're not gonna be left with like we, you know, that part doesn't stress me out because because we do that every day in our lives. I did think of the name that we like. I revisited Mm -hmm. the thought of this this name we have in our mind, and then I like I googled to see like what the origin of the name was to see if it like matched up Mm -hmm. and. Looking for um, signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like little things like that. Chris Chris is just like kind of giddy. He responds in like a mm-hmm. giddy way and then is like, I don't want to get too excited. I will just like think about the idea of saying the words like, we have a son and then I'll just oh. like cry, you know. Um, yeah. But I don't really know what to feel or what to do. And yeah, it's like you want to feel the emotions, but it it would make it harder if it if we didn't but if we didn't get the child but um all we can do is be hopeful you know mm-hmm. so so exciting i'm really glad that we're recording this and documenting this no matter where it goes yeah in the next week there were there were like a couple lines on the paperwork that this mother filled out and it said like what do you want to tell your child and she wrote like i could see it in her handwriting like I just want him to know that I love him. It was like, you can just take that and you can have it and, you know, you can show your child. And it was like, yeah. You were wanted. You were loved before. we. I knew you. I loved mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she could say that. Mm. Thank you for listening and holding space. Oh, I am honored <laughs> to do so. <laughs> Oh, my goodness.
tongue for all this time won't let anyone cut me short I was thinking this was the way to go and you put up your puppet show I say cheers to life no I'll be no good man's wife cheers 